Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I forgot that was straight whiskey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey everybody. Welcome back, Airheads, for another edition of Putting On Airs. Howdy. That's right. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a bunch of fun stuff. I'm going to tell you about jewelry. You know what you're going to be talking about, Professor Cho? Ah, uh, yes. The Titanic. Oh, that's a good one there. Super fancy. Boats to sink. Mm-hmm. Boats to be sinking where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Is that rough? Does I that d- taste bad? What's I going on? You look upset I, by it. I No, it's really good whiskey. It's just that the past couple times that yeah. we've been drinking out of these tea glasses, it's been like seltzer, mm-hmm. and so I've been like really... <laughs> Sipping it, and I went... You Just know, not ready for the whiskey. You, you know how... Okay, you know when you go and you think you're about to take a big old swig of Coca-Cola, but it's fucking tea? It's not that tea don't hit. It's just that you were expecting Coke, so when you right. get tea... It's really flat, you know. Well, this is fucking whiskey. And I so you drank. just want that bubbly grape. No, no, bub- I want bubbly grape I'll, liquor. Yeah, I'll, no, I want this. Whiskey's yeah. good. I just wasn't ready to just like take a big old yeah. fucking holler of okay. it. Okay. Because it seemed to bother you. Mm-mm. But you're you doing all right. You doing so all right. good. He's doing all right. So good. He's doing all right. Yeah. So uh I had a I had some stuff I wanted to talk to you about, Cho. Uh First of all, I want to let people know the way we do this is every few months you come out here to California and we yeah. do a bunch of these at once. I feel like that's it's impo- a big event. We it's a, a big a, event a big for party. us. Party, it's we, a putting on airs party. Yes, and it's great. And we have a great time with it. I feel like it's important for people to understand that because we're going to be responding to fans. We're going to be doing all that type of shit. But the way we the way we film these things. It may be a little bit delayed, yeah. Yeah. so we're going to be we'll looking into what to y'all you on say. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it is an event. 
we're here. Mm-hmm. We're here. You're here for a couple of days. We're going to put a few of these in the tank. How are you feeling about it? Well, it's good that the first day I'm here, we've already started on the straight whiskey. So we know. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Right. No, it's fucking. It, no. Listen, it is funny because like for the past five months, me and you have kind of changed our relationship with alcohol a little bit. Like we were yeah. kind of sober. Then we filmed the special and we drank a little bit. And I haven't drank since. And then we like. We're like, okay, when we film the next batch of putting on airs, what's going to be great about this is, so the first time we did it, we were real drunk, right? And so we were filming like two episodes a day. Well, we're sober now, so yeah. we're going to we're gonna film like three episodes a day. Yeah. We got out here, we were doing test shoots, and we were just like, hey, you want to maybe drink some straight fucking whiskey on yeah. day one? Yeah. So, that said, though, like I think these are probably about to be our best batch of episodes. Think so. I feel the same way. You talk about reframing your relationship with alcohol, and also just like, how, oh, we've changed our relationship with alcohol. Well, I think there's like, I do think there's something to that. There's a right and a wrong way to deal with alcohol, right? And I feel like you can be hammered, yeah, and you can still do it in a proper putting on airs type of way. For sure. So having said that, I want to show you this clip that I've seen that uh, is pretty popular. The internet, it's passed around the internet a few times, but I don't think you've seen it. No. And I'm excited to see. I feel like this guy, this guy gives us a light to go by when okay. it comes to being, being pro- drunk, proper, yeah. proper drunk motherfuckers. Because that is the That's thing. What like I think. If you're an English gentleman can be drunk, like where they we're stay from, drunk, right? But they're they always have, drunk. But they, but they still have their shirt buttoned, yeah. and like they're yes. not beating a lady. A, and, you ain't got to beat a lady. You yeah, ain't got to right. throw a snake at a cop. <laughs> you know, like it's where we're like, from. Yeah. Being a, a drunk is like, like oh, he's yes. a drunk. There's a raccoon involved. Yeah, yes, and, and again, different. like usually your drunkness right. leads to destituteness and like no. But like yes. if you've got a lot of money, you're not yes. drunk. You're eccentric. Exactly. Okay, that's exactly right. So with that in mind, that's why. I, I, I don't I, I don't know I don't think this guy's English. I think he's Australian, but either way, okay. adjacent. I want you to see this show. <laughs> Producer Russ, play this play this video for us. Just, you just assured me that I could speak. <laughs> Sit down inside the car. You're not assuring anything. I'm under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen. <laughs> Listen, look. Is Democracy manifest. <laughs> Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? He, get your hand off my penis! Why did you do this to me? For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> is this real? Yeah, is this real? not real? Oh, yes. No, it's real. Ah, uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. <laughs> and you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> Get your hands on farewell. One tough look. Slave and broke. Can you Buddy. can you for, can you off the top of your head break down what that would be like if that was your uncle instead of that guy? 
Well, not Uncle Tim, but like just no a, a Uncle random, Bubbles. My Uncle, Uncle Bubbles, Bubbles rest yeah, yeah. in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah, and be like, oh, just because I'm eating China food, you want to suck my, my dick, dick, you fucking piece of shit? Don't hand on my somebody. dick. Get your hand on my dick, you fucking queer. This fucking you queer's fucking touching my dick. This queer's touching my dick over <laughs> yeah. here. Hey, it's what this country is. Where he said, "This is democracy and manifest." He's it. like, "This what America is." What you think, goddamn it? They fucking out here touching dicks and shit, getting mad at a man for fucking having China food. This Fuck bullshit. And you just said the same thing. Same thing. It's not what you say. I know. It is how How you say say it. it. Now, granted, that man still went to jail. He did. It seems like, but I bet you he he gets off on good behavior, whereas (laughs) Bubble's spending a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or more. That was real. Well, Bubbles got priors. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was real. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. I mean, was so like, do you know the backstory of that? Like, he's just going to jail for being a drunk. I do not know the backstory of that. I believe he was drunk in Chinese public. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. he was at a Chinese restaurant, got too drunk. <laughs> Somebody called the law on him. We've it all happened. been there. We've all, We've all who been among us. us. Cast who the first stone. Absolutely. Damn. But yeah, I, uh, there's some comments on that YouTube video of people being like, hey, this guy's in Australia. Imagine if that if this happened in America. And we already kind of touched on A, First of all, he's white. Yeah, very, I was about to say, I think it would have gone about the same. Important. But but it wouldn't have, because like you said, a white right. guy in America. Randy in Marsh. That, yeah. Full Randy Marsh. Yeah, right. It has a whole different sort of fucking feel to it. But one thing uh, universally we can all agree on, it is a good thing that that bitch was white. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, they keep their blacks in the desert in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. That's where they come from. Aborigines. They keep the Aborigines. Yeah. yeah, Aboriginals. Yeah, they don't. They don't hit for them. I think. No, I think that's a. Unfortunately, that's yeah. A, yeah. Across the board. On a previous episode, we talked about how like uh, Europeans on Twitter and stuff, or on Reddit, will be like. Yeah. Oh, right. America's so know. fucking racist. And then you bring up gypsies and they're like, no, yeah, listen, you don't, you don't understand. Gypsies yeah. don't hit. We're not we're not racist. It's just that gypsies they don't, don't hit. It's just that gypsies don't hit. Well, I have heard from Americans who visited Australia that it's very much the same thing with Australians and Aboriginals. And I'm not saying uh, all of our Australian airheads. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm saying people in Australia, as I understand it, make the same kind of rationalizations about Aboriginals. They're like, they're like, no, it's not. It ain't like, it ain't like how y'all are with black people in America. Your black people hit, right? They rap, they play basketball. <laughs> that hits, you know. They it's shoot the ball stuff. through the hoop. They yeah. make good runs, you know. Make a scheme. They make, yeah, That's you know. A B to A B B A. Right, That's pretty they're, good yeah. stuff, right? They're talented, yeah. you know. Our, our blacks. I just, I just lay there, fucking kangaroos. Dude, fucking, you know, just been out there for fucking generations, just lazy, drink, <laughs> drinking fucking cactus weed. You know, fucking just is that a thing? New I, I don't know. Probably, probably it is. I assume it is. I'm just saying that's how. No, they I know, be. I know. Dude, that's how their racists be, but their racists, their racists divide themselves from our racists. We do it in America. It's the same thing. When like I remember. So I lived, I worked in Yellowstone for a while, right? In Montana and yeah. Wyoming. So Indians? 
Yes. Yes. But out yes. there, they would start. They're blacks as Indians. They're blacks as Indians. They're blacks as Indians. They're blacks as Indians. That's they what would, I've heard. They would start yeah. saying, like, I would hear them. I'm serious, though. At, at, the, I'm month, a, at the monthly white man meeting. Yeah. They're, they're blacks point, as Indians. Then, yeah, just everybody, just so knows, everybody knows. They're blacks as Indians out but, there. But, but, dude, but, but. Like for real, I remember like I w- I went there and it's the first time like I'm I'm out of the south and I'm there and I just start talking. You know how we are. You just start like you don't have we to do say. We do just start talking. But you don't. But like with our accent in a new place, you don't even have to say a bad thing. You just say anything and everybody's just like, oh, we know what this is about to be. And I'm sitting there talking. They're just like, oh yeah, you're from the south. Bet you're fucking racist. And I was just like, what? Like no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, there's a lot of racism going on. And I'd been there for a little bit and I was like. Well, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but um, I heard uh, what y'all said about the Native Americans. They were like, oh, that's different. You know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, really? Is it that y'all are around them all the time? You know what I mean? <laughs> and you, you know what the fuck I mean. I you do. know what the fuck Dude, I mean. It, buddy, I, listen, I've tried. I have at multiple points, and I'm going to try again, I promise you. But at multiple points in my career as a stand-up comedian, I've tried to make a bit about this exact thing the, where it's like you talk, The South is the most tolerant place you, on earth. You talk to somebody, as a Southerner, you talk to somebody from Vermont or something about how racist the South is, and you want to be like, you live in a place that's entirely white, white. people. You don't ever you have to deal with racism. You don't know what the you fuck. You see it on fucking TV. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. But what I found is, and this just happened to you. Yeah, right. You start, it comes across right. as you being like, well, you, you don't, don't know them. Right. You don't right. see them at the right. gas station. Right, which is not How would the- you know how lazy they <laughs> are? Which is you I'm don't fucking... ever see them, right? But Which, that, of that, course, that, is not that, what I mean. But that, of course, right? That's not what either of us mean. I know exactly what you're saying, and it is true. But it's like, it yeah, of course, there's true. no tension, right? Where there's only you, right, motherfucker, right? But like, yeah. So that my point is, well, because like, it's what's funny, because like these Europeans I'm talking about, that's what they say about gypsies. gypsies I know they're, they're like you y'all don't know, yeah. y'all don't know gypsies. Yeah, yeah, y'all don't have you had a bunch of gypsies <laughs> over there. Then, but, yeah, you, so like you. You gotta watch that. Yes, when you're I making know, that argument. I know. But but it is still a very, very legitimate argument. Yeah. People that grow up in a completely homogenous yeah. culture, like they don't know shit. They don't know shit about fucking racism no. or any of that stuff. And they can't. Right. And good for them. Regardless you know, of how like, that's don't sounds. talk shit. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. <sighs> Buddy, on one already. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> let's shift gears a little bit, and I'm gonna tell you about jewelry. You want to okay. about jewelry? Yeah, let's talk about jewelry. Are we doing this? Yeah, right after this. I tell you what, it is still spring where I'm at, which means it is time to get sprung with Blue Chew. And that's right. This episode is sponsored by our good friends over at Blue Chew. Guys, the confidence can take you far in life. We all know that. And it can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate with your wiener as the bat. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Tell them about it, Trey. 
Yeah, that's right. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead for business time or just be ever be ready whenever business arises. Mm. The process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Choose tablets are made in the U.S. of A., prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package, Joe. I tell you what, Blue Chew is about like my cell phone. I don't know what I would do without it. And that's not just coming from me. That is coming from Mrs. Cho, who uh, famously one time said after our first dalliance with Blue Chew, oh, my God, what's going on? That ain't your wiener. And uh, yeah, that's right. If you want to get yourself a new wiener and you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. We got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code POA at checkout. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code POA to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And by God, we thank them not only for sponsoring this podcast, but for getting us a new wiener. Absolutely. Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at SaveWithConrad.com. All right, so my topic this week, Cho, mm. is uh, jewelry. Ah, very fancy. Yes, very fancy, but also there's some overlap Or as there. 2 Chains calls it, jewelry. 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 You yeah. get jewelry at the jewelry, jewelry stove, stove, which yeah. is where he will be buried, buried. Yeah. upon the day which he passes from this mortal coil. Beside... Yes. Two, two bitches. bitches. Yeah. Two bitches. He's yeah. he's made his last will and testament very clear. Before we get into this, I'm constantly, for those of you that don't know, I'm constantly texting Trey like, hey, does this count as a topic for the show? Because I'm just not ever sure if it's like, is that a thing that just hits for me or does it fall under the put on airs thing? Could we do a two chains episode on this? Because well, actually, I think we're going to get into a little bit. I was going to bring up two chains. Okay. It makes it really? makes sense. Really? Well, just I was going to bring up rappers in general. Yeah, and yeah, two yeah. chains because he famously has two chains, chains. which are jewelry, right? And jewelry. I, so jewelry. I'm, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I apologize. Jewelry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, no two chains was going to come up. Yeah. Because I was. How gonna, much do you think this chain is? Oh, I mean, it's, I feel like he's falling on hard times because he's only got one chain. <laughs> he's only got one chain. He's only got one chain right there. Or I mean, it's a know, nice chain. Do, do you know how much that chain is? No. Okay, because I'm definitely going to guess well, at least fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, think I bet it's even more. more honestly, yeah. yeah. Producer Russ, look up, at, look up price of two chains chains. Yeah, and it might not be that one, but yes. like I would say that he doesn't have one that's less than fifty five thousand. Fluctuating economic value of, of two chains chains. chains. Yeah. Which, for the record, is my Bitcoin. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? We should yeah. all invest in, like, we should all purchase a percentage of 2 chains chains. Yes. And that's a blockchain. For sure. Block 2 chains. Block 2 chains. We're, yeah, we're yes. on to something. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was going to bring them up because I do feel like, and obviously there's a different, we normally, we normally focus on, like, redneck slash white trash right. culture. But, there, but there's an overlap. For of, sure. Like, Poor people and rich people with 
jewelry. Yeah, right. Now, obviously, Two Chains is rich as fuck. Right. But I'm saying but he that's, wasn't the, always. that's the first thing rappers do is right. they got to get some chains. Yes. And why is that? It is. But also, to what floss. are they trying to? Yes, to floss on them hoes. You're making yes. Really? Is that what, yeah? To, well, no. You, to floss on them hoes. Right. But what does that mean? Why is it important to them to have multiple chains? Because you gotta to let a jewelry. motherfucker know. What are you letting them know? That you hit. That you hit. Yes, of that course. That you hit because jewelry is associated yeah. with hitting. Right. Because rich people. It's an outward expression of look what I've got in the bank. Exactly. It's the way you show your bank account to people without going, excuse Hey, by the way, I have a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why poor people fuck with it too. But I'll like poor people. And then, you know, as soon as you start rapping, you got to get out the in the Because the ultra rich game. do not do this. I no, don't think. No, they, but they do. They don't. I mean, dude, they don't floss like two chains right. does. But I'm saying the perception, the reason this shit matters to poor people in their in their brains. And again, I know rappers are not poor, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The reason they have it's this, often new money. The reason they have this idea is because they're like, "What do rich people have?" Right. And near the top of that list is jewelry. jewelry. Yeah. Right. Gems. <laughs> right. That's what you got to have. Yeah. So like, but also, so why do rich people have jewelry? Why does anybody have jewelry? Right. Rich people. It's an investment. Rich people from time immemorial. It's not really an investment. Oh, really? We'll get into that a little bit. Like we talked before about how wine is an investment. Art is an investment. Jewelry. Jewelry. <laughs> 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 You can't not. You can't that's, not say that's it that why way. he's so good. You can't not he say fuck, it that way. Like no one earworms you more than Two Chains with his vernacular. Yes, absolutely. Jewelry is more like cars, right? Like it depreciates immediately. Really, I immediately. wouldn't have thought that with jewelry. I, I jewelry. Didn't, I didn't know that either because you watch all these like heist movies and people, you know, like top shelf ultra spies who are also perfect 10 supermodels. They demand to get paid for their heist only in diamonds or whatever. Like shit like that. We're all accustomed to seeing shit like that. But no, no, you like, it's like a car. You you take jewelry out to jewelry stow. And it immediately, because it's also, it's not jewelry store. It's the jewelry Jewelry stow. You take jewelry out to jewelry stow, right? And it depreciates the I don't, minute you walk out. But just I don't like understand driving a why. car off the lot. With because, the car, well, but okay. with the car you get it. It's because the car works less the more you drive it. But sure. jewelry stays jewelry the whole time. Well, here's the reason. We're kind of jumping around a little bit, but that's okay. Because I definitely wanted to get to this. The reason for that is the value of jewelry is pretty much completely made, made up, up right and artificially inflated in the first place but art so is once too. you leave yeah that's and so true. is wine you're right you're right that's about what that. i'm saying like this doesn't right really make that. sense to me i think jewelry i guess is just more of a scam in that way right. than art so i was right with the bitcoin is. shit yeah because it's uh it's that it doesn't really have an intrinsic value, right. really, because it comes like, from just a fucking. I mean, like, I mean, we've all seen Blood Diamond or uh, what's yeah. the movie? Blood Diamond. Blood With Diamond. Leo, yeah. it's a fucking. They great just kind of make that shit up. They do make that shit up. They do, and it's like so. If you look up, like, why are precious gemstones valuable? Because I feel like we're we're thinking and talking about diamonds right now, but there's also rubies and emeralds and stuff. Emeralds is my shit. I was talking to Katie the other night. It's kind of wild and topaz. pretty cool. I'm not a topaz, opal, yeah. amethyst. Amethyst like, is what's up. I'm That's not, a purple, right? It's like pink, pink, pink is purple. Yeah, 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 I like that. So I'm a, 
I'm not a God person at all. God no, don't hear for no, me. He don't hear but the fact that the fact <laughs> that like there is a precious gemstone in almost every color. Yeah. It's of crazy. The fucking color spectrum. Yeah. Is pretty wild. Yeah. The fact that on this earth you can find a gem, and I'm sure some fucking color scientist could explain to me why it's stupid what I just said. It's not, it's though. I don't like, give a fuck what they but, say. But it's wild, because it's like red is ruby, blue is sapphire, green is emerald, yellow is topaz, pink is amethyst. Yeah, it's you like know. when you watch uh, when you watch pretty Marvel, crazy. when you watch Marvel movies and you see Thanos with the gems and like that's actually the least comic book looking thing. Like that's just those are all that's real. just real like right. that. Yeah. Like, on Earth, we have shit that looks exactly right. like that. Which is pretty wild. It's rad, too. When you think about it. It is like There's rad. just caves full of that shit. And so that's pretty much what it comes down to, is that we all have agreed, that's pretty rad. Right. Like, Must cost I a lot. I think a big part of it is, and this goes for everything, and this includes, I just started working for this coin you know, place. Uh-huh. And uh <clears throat> You're one of the, co- you're, you're working for Bitcoin? I'm in, uh, I'm in numismatics. Okay. Now. I'm a I'm an amateur numismatist. I don't know what the fuck that is, yeah, but yeah. hell yeah. I barely do. Um, but basically scarcity. Right. Everything is scarcity. Right. And See, that's why Bitcoin but, but is it's valuable not, but here, because but here's you the can't thing. make more. Here's the thing. Some of them are it, it, some this isn't as true for all of them, but they're not really actually that scarce. It's artificial scarcity. Right. Especially mm. with diamonds. Kind of like how beanie babies were back in the day. They're like, we're only going to make a couple of these. It's like, but you could definitely make everybody more. Everybody just mm. assumes they're rare. They call them rare, precious gemstones right. or whatever, but they're really not that rare, a lot of them, especially diamonds. What happens with diamonds is these diamond cartels, like De Beers, the biggest one. Them motherfuckers right? are wild. They're super wild, dude. They have like they've literally committed genocide yeah, in the name the of engagement rings. I know, dude. And everybody, like, dude, they are wild. Me, like, dude. So we won't get into it right now, but like, I had a real me getting my wife an engagement ring was a real like I'm having to like set aside my morals to not have this conversation with my wife. I did it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's what you do. But like, it's bananas. Yeah, so they so they control the amount of diamonds entirely and they artificially like fluctuate the number of diamonds that are in the market to uh fabricate scarcity right. to drive up demand. They do that purposefully. They also do that to keep other players out of the diamond game. Apparently De Beers has gotten a little bit fucked with in recent who's this, years. Who's number two like, I don't in know, the De Beers? I don't know who's number two, but for a very long time, De Beers was over 90%. Monopoly. They were a full right. monopoly. Now, less so, starting in like 2005. But for a long time, what they would do is like, somebody finds a diamond mine. Like Zaire, the, the African country of Zaire, they found a diamond mine, right? And they're like, oh shit, we got a diamond mine. And they tried to, they said to De Beers, we ain't De Beers comes in and is like, uh, you know all diamond mines. That's, that's us, us, right? Yeah. You find a diamond mine. That's real that's really us. That's awesome that you did that. Thanks for finding us a diamond mine. Because that's us. Yeah, right. That's us <laughs> right. Now. We appreciate that. Yeah. M words. That's what yeah. they say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> you know how De Beers be. Yeah. And for then, sure. Uh, but and Zaire was like, Yeah, you know what? We ain't gonna do that. We're we're not gonna do that. They we, stepped we to found, De Beers. We found this diamond mine, it's our diamond mine, we're gonna sell these diamonds. So in response, what De Beers did was they 
flooded the market with right. all these diamonds that they had, drove down the price of it, and made it uh, unsustainable for the Zaire diamond mine to operate unless they came under the umbrella of the bears and now bam you with the bears now. so like that's so that's the type that of walmart shit be did. doing exactly that yeah right yeah exactly the bears is the walmart of the diamond game if walmart was genociding does walmart be genociding i mean you could make the argument you could make the argument it. that they've genocided definitely indirectly Indirect, Surely I mean, they've done they, some indirect genocide. Well, I mean, right? I mean, if Surely. You, it just depends on how long it takes to kill someone. Do you count for it being their responsibility? Because they definitely let people work for fucking almost slave wages and yeah. barely be able to afford any food and live on fucking Mountain Dew, which eventually kills them. Right, kills their fucking spirits. Their spirit genocide is like uncharted. So, since we're on the subject of like the kind of made up value of gemstones and diamonds in particular and how it's all just marketing and fucking uh, market manipulation. Right. Right. On the, on the part of these cartels. The other thing that happened was, so up until like the 1870s, apparently diamonds were genuinely very rare. Yeah. Cause up right. Like, Cause up until 1870s, technology we wasn't didn't, there. We didn't know how to you do all that. It literally had to be an old man with a pickaxe yeah, doing right. some shit. Yeah, right. So of course it's hard exactly. to do that. Yeah. So they were genuinely rare and valuable. Then round then industrial revolution, all that shit. We find some mines. We've got the ability to do it. Mostly slaves, I think, because these yeah. mines were in Africa. Pretty you know, much you know, all slaves. Yeah, there you go. There's going to be some slaves. Ah, beers. But we figured that out, and now we got a shitload of diamonds, right? Yeah. And which, how do we keep which them? Which hits at first. Right. Because they're like, diamonds are expensive. We got a shitload of diamonds. But now all these diamonds are coming out there, and obviously... The demand goes down because the supply goes up. They're Same thing worthless. happened with podcasts. They're I worthless. Think. So by like the 1930s, diamonds were actually on the downturn right. in terms of demand and value because this. I know what you're fucking I was, about to I was say. About can to I guess? Ask you, can I guess? Do you know what happened can, in the okay, 1930s? Let, let, let me lay this that out. Changed everything. Let me lay this out. Before that, this engagement really hit for me. If you know this, it, before that, engagement rings weren't really a thing. I think you and know And the this. beers hired a marketing group That's to come right. in and make everyone say that you That's have in right. order to get married. Because before that, they would just tie a fucking rope around your finger. That's right. And before they were like, you got to have an engagement ring. And so now, ever because marriage is not going anywhere. Yep. That's what it was. That's a hundred percent what happened, and and coupled with that was the slogan, Valentine's Day and all that shit. A diamond is forever. forever. Yep. A diamond is forever, and diamonds are a girl's best friend. As soon right? as you I said the thirties, I started going like, "That's a marketing completely shit." Completely made up. Completely yep. made. We don't. We talk. Me and you are both married. Amber got a rock. Yeah. Katie got it was a, a rock. Really nice one too. You have to get her a rock. Yeah. That's what happened. And Rush, she now you know, knows that it's a, got a rock. I don't mean to call her an old lady. I'm sorry. Your and, wife got a rock. Oh, I yeah. mean. Rock is a subjective. Yeah, yeah but uh, yes, she has a know, diamond. But you got to, dude. You have to. Well, see, well, that was completely made up. That's a marketing campaign by these motherfuckers who tied diamonds to the notion of fidelity and true love. They made it into a thing that's like, oh, the diamond represents your undying devotion to this woman that mean that tells her the diamond tells her that you are for her yep. and her only forever and obviously you want to impart that notion to your beloved right well, how are you going to do that other than get a diamond and they sold that shit dude and, and now, now we're almost a hundred years later yep. and it's just the way shit works yeah. and nobody and questions it for a second and that drove diamonds Way back and up into the stratosphere because, too, where they had been dipping that 
popped them well, off. Well, because now, been now people who otherwise would never have bought them, like poor people right. will buy something that, like they will spend as much money as they could on a car on a fucking thing right. beca just because they're like, I don't want her to hate me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, only because I don't know another time I will bring up this factoid on this show. Do you know that the same thing happened with breakfast? What? The the meal? You know, <laughs> what, do, what do you know about breakfast? What's breakfast everybody used to not hit. What do you know you about- you telling me breakfast used to not What hit? does everybody I say? Thought, I just assumed breakfast came out the gate. I, I figured caveman was like, you know when it hits the most to eat? When I wake up, not I'm really. trying to break this fast. Not That's really. what I'm doing. So, no, you about to blow my everybody, mind. Everybody, so, so breakfast used to not hit. What's the phrase Go that on. you associate with breakfast? It is the, the most important meal of the day. It's that, fucking not. What is that General Mills or yeah, something? It's it's not well, at no, all. I've no, never it's not. No, no, that. no, no, no. It's not General Mills. It's not General Mills. Well, that was just a guess. No, I know, but that's and that's a great guess because Cereal was also doing it. Like the, the thing that Cereal did back then was convince everybody that their kids will stop jacking off mm -hmm. if they eat cereal. That was their marketing gimmick. I don't know if you can just say that without elaborating. Wait, you know about what? that, Russ? Did you know about that? The so, guy, Kellogg, the guy that made Frank Kellogg. Say this again. The guy that made cornflakes because yeah. they're so bland. Their marketing gimmick was he was a super <laughs> uber Christian type dude, and he had it in his mind that. Because cornflakes are so bland and not exciting that if kids ate a not exciting thing, they, they wouldn't themselves jack wouldn't off. be excited and jack they off. wouldn't jack off. That doesn't make and any they, sense. So basically, and they're like guerrilla marketing. They wouldn't like say this on the TV, but yeah. their guerrilla marketing was like, let your kids eat cornflakes. They won't want to jack off. And that's how they sold a fuck ton of cornflakes. With breakfast, what it was was it was big. It was, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that, Russ? You didn't know that's that? That's true. So yeah. basically, like, no, but I just they feel were like, like people were like, uh, you're eating cornflakes it's super boring yeah doesn't that make you want to jack that off? makes you want to jack you're like god damn that, i better that jack that is literally what happened the idea yeah it was like it's like kellogg was going to these meetings of like crusty old white people who were like you know these kids are jacking off too <laughs> much. Off a lot have y'all noticed how much these kids are jacking off we out gotta here? make cereal we gotta and kellogg yeah. was like i, I got, got an it. idea i know what'll happen i'll, I'll make you. them eat fucking cardboard shavings uh, yeah. for breakfast and then they'll stop jacking off and everybody was like they will stop jacking Thing, what's the thing you think of they the least when you're jacking off? off. Yeah. Cornflakes. <laughs> yeah. Let's roll with it. Well, a similar It's funny because they made a cock the mascot of it. It's almost like they were doing it on purpose. But yeah. what it was, it wasn't General Mills. It was like big egg or big bacon. One of the two. You can't, big egg and big bacon. Yeah, it was, they get together, you know some shit's going to go down, baby. And it's going to hit. Yeah, right. But like yeah. it, it was one of them or in. It's funny to me to imagine that big egg and big bacon. Yeah. At some point, we're like, Got you together. know what? We should work We should together. work together. This will hit. And <laughs> yeah. they did, but they like, did, but they yeah, did. Right. Yeah. And so basically, they ha they hired like a fucking Don Draper type team that was like, what, what, year, what, my what year was this, Russell? Okay, I should say that, uh, I mean, 20s, 30s, like yeah. around, around okay. this time, depression era type stuff. I don't necessarily think it's that breakfast didn't hit before then, but bacon and eggs and that stuff wasn't necessarily considered breakfast food. Right. Now what we consider breakfast food was absolutely a marketing thing in the 20s and 30s because they needed to move more bacon and eggs. And they were like, this is breakfast food. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And now it just goes without saying, like in the morning, like two days ago, I ate a salmon salad for breakfast, which by the way, if you just do it, you're like, yeah, this is fine. It's a time of day that's different, but this still is good. But in your brain, you're almost trained to be like, I can't, I can't have that for breakfast. I absolutely, breakfast, I have to have eggs. I'm not even a big breakfast person, but I absolutely 
I love salmon. Yeah. But if you were like, you want some salmon for breakfast, I'm going to be like, I don't know. That don't sound Now, in New York, like... of course, it's on the bagel with the locks and everything. Yeah, yeah, you're but, right. But, you're but, right. But, 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 but I ain't no Jew, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. But like. That's a joke. Jew's but like, for me. For sure. But like, but like bacon and eggs being breakfast food is absolutely, it was a marketing thing around that time. So anyways, I know that has nothing to do with fucking jewelry, but it is the same thing. So that's why right. I was able to figure that shit out is my point. So back to jewelry, we've kind of established that it's all marketing. It's all kind of made up. So if you look into like, well, why does it hit for us? Right. So I found well, this shiny. Found this. That's why Chrome hits that for us. Is pretty much what it comes down to. I saw, I'm an idiot. I, I, found so this, I know. Found this article on CNN that says what's behind our obsession with gems, and in this article, these like gemologists, these gem researchers, they try to say they're like, well, we wanted to rule out the it's pretty explanation yeah. and explore these other aspects of it, and they all seem to me to be made uh, I feel like it I feel like it all just comes back to it's pretty that's all it is why but do you that, think rednecks like, bought so many to, fucking chromed out trucks like, in the 90s like listen to Shiny. how what do you think about this they're like oh perhaps it's the mental associations we make with colors yeah. that explains the value of gems for example blue gems traditionally represent the heavens and the seas yeah. red gems symbolize heart and passion while purple's royalty while green signifies rebirth Earth and loyalty. Yeah, because right? the earth. Like, dude, that, like, I. We do you associate. You buy into that? I mean, no, I don't. That I, just sounds like made up no, no, bullshit. No, no, no. To it, me. no it's it all is, just another way of saying they're pretty and shiny no, no, no. and people like it them. It is made and that's up. That's all it is. It is made up bullshit, but I buy into it now because that's what we have been conditioned to believe. Like, when I think about, like, think about the fucking Captain Planet, okay? And all them motherfuckers, like, putting their rings together and shit. Like, Earth's ring, I'm pretty sure, was green. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. water was blue, and they and fire uh, was fucking red. Like we do associate that. Like when I when I see green, I do think of like nature, trees, shit like that. And when I see yeah, purple, you're right, you're right. But how does that impart value to an emerald? It doesn't. They you just make I mean? that shit. Well, it, you could have like a green painted room. I mean, to me, makes you think of to the me, it and, doesn't matter the color. It's just wild that a rock is not gray. I agree with that. But I'm saying just the value that they hold is basically just placed upon them by the fact that they just hit, hit for, for us. Right, right. They and just like hit purple, for us and they're pretty and that's all it is. And like, they basically acknowledge that it pretty much, the value of them is just what people are willing to pay for. Right. Them. And rich people are willing to pay exorbitant amounts for these precious gemstones. And it's a lot like we talked about boats. We talked about yachts, right? And it's like a, a pissing contest right. for rich people. It's a lot like that with gemstones. Right. It's like, who's got the prettiest or biggest diamonds right. or whatever. It's just a fucking rat race. It's because we can't, we're not allowed to just pull our dicks out to have the hit in this shit. That's pretty much what it amounts to. So, uh, another thing I found that was interesting about rich people and jewelry. So in the pandemic, like every industry, the uh, jewelry industry was prepping itself for hard times for a downturn. But what they found was an uptick. The jewelry industry soared in the pandemic. Do you know why? Do you have a guess as uh, to why okay. that happened? I feel like I've done so good so far on this podcast. You to have. Figure I, out what yeah, you're I, say. I'm not trying to pop quiz you. No, no, I know you're, you're not. No, no, it's job. just I've put this pressure on myself. Like because I've kind of nailed it. Why the jewelry industry thrived during the pandemic? Um, is it because? 
it was the you you couldn't just be out and about flaunting your shit so it was a way to impress your woman that you could just order it online did the online sales of it was not, it the online sales you're not far off basically what happened is rich people got sad and when rich people get sad they buy a bunch they of buy diamonds. shiny diamonds okay pretty much so according to uh this lady beckett that works for sotheby's right lady beckett well no she is a lady whose name, name is, is beckett, beckett right well you understand Sotheby's. why i would works think for, of course yes who works for sotheby's Collectible jewelry sales started to do well, very well. Speaking to her wealthy clients, she discovered they were buying jewels as a sort of pick-me-up. Yeah. Quote, retail cli therapy. Clients are sequestering at home and, generally speaking, leading relatively dreary lives. Oh. So they're wearing their big diamonds. See, myself, I had to cut my spending. Right. They're wearing their big diamonds inside their homes mm. because it brings them just joy. Just walk around. So, it's, uh, yes, it's just like, uh, I can't, like, well, they can uh, still post it on instagram that's true you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i can't be out in the world so here you go illustrating to people how, how much, much better I, I am than yeah. them and that's making me sad yeah and i so, get that so i'm gonna spend five hundred thousand dollars on a bracelet wear it and post it on instagram or whatever and that happened with so many of them yeah. that the fucking hitting bracelet industry spiked through the roof yeah. in the pandemic i didn't buy one pair of shoes during the pandemic I didn't buy hardly nothing. No, I didn't either because you shit. couldn't. You had to right. save all your fucking money. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I Shoes bought, seem like, like that would be a good... I made like a list of well, hell yeah, you know, survival well, I, well, my point is <laughs> I'm a big, big sneakerhead. Like, I love sneakers. So you would... If, if I went by the same logic as them, I'm like, oh, I'm sad because of the pandemic. I'm going to fucking like... Or, and I do all my shoe shopping online so I still could do it. But no, I was just like, yeah, you might want to save that for like milk you know, or yeah. whatever the fuck. So, well, now I just feel bad about myself. Dude, yeah. I should have like, been flossing during the pandemic. Yeah, the fuck was I thinking? You know, I try to make the, I try to make the, the parallel or the connection between fucking rich people and, and poor people or white trash or whatever. Well, again, not just white trash, it's all poor people because we already talked about rappers and shit. Like, and with jewelry, jewelry. which I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, with jewelry, it's like, again, they think rich people fuck with jewelry so I need to fuck with jewelry in order to hit. Or also, just jewelry is pretty. It is pretty. It's it genuinely pretty is I pretty. Like it, but you know, like, did your mama fuck with jewelry? Well, first off, depending on which one, my mama did not have not the sorry one that you hate. Well, no, the because one you love. That no, because she <laughs> went, went like she genuinely was like. It, oh, it, depression, baby, dude. She was destined to like my granny. Well, see, it's wild. That's kind of what I'm she, saying. She had her ring. You know right. what I mean? Like she had her wedding ring and like. And I know that, and, I, and like, I remember my mom telling me, like, it, it wasn't, Papa didn't pay no money for it. It was see, just meant a lot to her. So she had fake stuff. Like, right. she, she liked well, her hoop see, earrings well, see, and stuff. that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, she had a bunch of cheap dude, jewelry. Yes, mama, she had dude, cheap jewelry. My mama's poor, too. Yeah. At, but, like, but she has her jewelry. Yeah. Like, I was just yeah. at home visiting with my mom, and she brought me back in the room. She's like, you're the only one that knows this. Yeah. This is where I keep yeah. my jewelry. jewelry. And or just where I keep my jewelry. And she pulls <laughs> it out. And she pulls it out. She showed me, and she's like, I, you know, when I'm dead and gone, which won't this be long This is what you'll have to now, throw away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I need you to know where my jewelry is. She's pouring out. She's like, look at this one. This, that's worth a lot of money now. It's like, my that come from a county fair. This is what your that's kids will melt what? down to make a fortnight yes. character. Or what some shit. is that? Yeah. You know? But no, like, you're you're right though. My granny did have like a bunch of stuff that she would get at like 
I want to say I want to say Mar there was definitely an old lady store that wasn't Marshalls. Hambricks. Hambricks was like the Marshalls for exclusively sixty five and older women, and like she would get earrings that I know for a fact were eight ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like they were eight dollars and ninety nine cents, and they just looked they were gold plated shit or whatever. So yeah, yeah, she did she did have that. You know. So I uh, she was so proud of her wedding ring though. It makes me want to cry. It's like it wasn't anything. But, like, it was real, you know, and she had a band, and, like, Papaw bought that for her, and she would show everyone. And it was nothing. But to her, who was born in 1920 and raised through the Depression and lived, like, I remember my granny telling me, I was like, I'd ask her, I was like, so growing up in the Depression, what was that like? And she goes, you know, it's funny, in hindsight, we didn't know there was a Depression because she was like, we, we were so poor that we couldn't tell. That's it. That's she's like, she, she, I know, but it's true. She's like, we were poor way before 39. Yeah. She's like, really what it was, was it brought a lot of people down to our level. So it kind of hit, you know what yeah. I mean? It was like, oh, we got more, more people on our, on our side now. Yeah. But no, dude, I'll tell you right now, the only, we've talked about on our other podcasts and stuff before, about how much I struggle buying my wife gifts. Yeah. Even though I maintain your gifts her. are awesome. Well, yeah, I, my gifts for you hit. No, I no, for you. her. I think the ones you get for her hit. Yeah, they don't hit for her because <laughs> yeah. she don't hit. But yeah, it, but, no, she, but, no, she but, don't. But, <laughs> so, the only two gifts. This will be the first time she ever listens to this podcast. The only two gifts. <laughs> nice I, job on the set. The only two gifts I've ever gotten her that hit for her were fucking diamond related. Yeah. I got her a pair of diamond earrings from Tiffany, like five, the first year I started hitting. Yeah. And she was thrilled with that. And then I don't even know where this came from, but on around Thanksgiving, my phone dings and I pull it out and I've got a calendar alert. Cause you know, I set calendar alerts for like, Oh, you got a call at two o'clock. So at one thirty, my phone will ding and it'll be like, call with Corey and whoever at two o'clock, that type of thing. Yeah. I do that all the time. Well, around Thanksgiving, my phone dings, I pull it out and I got a calendar alert, alert that just says, Katie wants a dainty necklace. <laughs> so clearly she had mentioned it in like March yeah, and right. I put an alert for November to right. get her something for Christmas. That's but solid. It, here but it is it right is, here, actually. Oh, nice. That's a good call, oh, Trey. That's very dainty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can see how dainty that is. Yeah. So, but it when by the time it pops up, I don't remember none of that. Right, of course. So I read the thing and I'm like, what the fuck what the does fuck that kinda, mean? Right. So I Googled dainty necklaces, tons of results. Yeah, right. You know, and I had to call, I had to ask uh, her friend, Autumn, Autumn my yeah, buddy Thompson's wife. I said, what should I do? And she was like, well, you got her those earrings, right? Get the thing that matches that, but for a necklace. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it hit for her. Yeah, Only right two on. times I ever hit for her because jewelry... His for these bitches, dog. That does, man. Bitches love it's, jewelry. It's that. It's. I, I think it's the jewelry aspect of it, and the like. They just love that you were like, I'll spend all this money that I definitely could have spent at the track. Yeah. On you a thing. Yes, because last year, and I told this on the podcast too, but last year at Christmas, I had just ordered. I had just you got her Gucci bag, right? I, no, that was the year before. It didn't it hit did, for her. Didn't hit I know, for and her. I love that Gucci bag. Didn't hit for her because she was like, oh, it's too. It's too uh, Gucci. It's too Gucci. gaudy. It's too gaudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but last year at Christmas, I had just ordered her present the night before. Right? It was a <laughs> wearable uh, blanket. Yeah, I got like, it. Me and you blanket. both got it. We got her the same one because they hit. They do, and she they loved it. Hit. Right? 
But yeah, she's talking about how the Gucci bag, that's way too much. I was like, all right, well, I'll go the other, other direction. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got her a wearable blanket because she's always cold. She loves It's the pink one. Me and Amber have always, matching ones. It's always cold. She loves fluffy shit. Yeah. I was feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. And the I swear to God, the day after I bought her that present, she we're sitting on the couch and she's sitting there watching oh, her, looking at her phone and she's just laughing her ass off. And then she's like, Oh my God. You gotta see this. Watch this, and she shows me this SNL sketch with Kristen Wiig. Yes, yeah, you showed it to me, and this is how we had this conversation. And in the SNL sketch, it's Kristen Wiig who is the mother of this family, and her husband and all the kids and stuff are like, "I got an Xbox. I got a fucking, you know, whatever." All the they're all excited about everything that cuts to Kristen Wiig, and she's like. And I got a robe. <laughs> and the whole point of it is how, how mom Moms just gets shit fucked on. over on these. Yeah. Like, and I got a robe. And she's yeah. just dying. Like, like, how funny is this? And I'm sitting here knowing that I just bought her a robe. Yeah. You know, yeah, you text you texted me that. And I was like, wait, was it this? And I sent you the link. And you're like, yeah. And I go, that's what I got, Amber, that exact one. I got me a matching one. And it's the it's the best gift I've ever gotten her, like per Amber, because they're very different. In a lot of ways. But, yeah. like, I got her a matching one. Like, dude, she can't wait for the temperature to drop. So it's fucking snuggy. It fucking hits, It's dude. awesome. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, I, I love, I wear mine. And, again, mine's the pink one. Like, it's great. All right. So, that's about all I got to say about jewelry. You got any, pa- I cannot say the words. Farting parts. Parting thoughts. Parting thoughts. I cannot say them. I always want to say thoughting parts, thought whatever. Do you have anything to say? I'm going to say one thing before we leave. I'm going to say one thing before we move into Professor Cho. Yeah, I'm going to say one thing because it kind of gets into what I'm talking about, which is the Titanic. We didn't mention the Hope Diamond, which I kind of thought might have come up. So you're familiar with the Hope Diamond, right? I am. Yes, it should have come up. I looked up the list of the most expensive jewelries of all time. And of course, the Hope Diamond is number one. It's considered cursed, which is fun. Yeah, right. Oh, I love that. So I've seen it. Uh, cause it's at the, it's person. It's yeah. It's currently at the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. Yeah. Like it's on a, it's well, on a, it tours, you know what yeah, I mean? I've seen it too. But, it, but it's currently at the Smithsonian. And so, you know, I spent two weeks in DC. I had that speaking engagement and our whole thing. You know, I had, you know, I was professor emeritus at American university. It's whatever. So, so I see the hope diamond and I learned something about, did you know that that motherfucker is literally a billion years old? I figure most diamonds are close to that. That's aren't crazy. They? Yeah, I guess now that you think about it, but like, like that's just. I mean, it's a rock, dog. Yeah, the Earth is whatever six. Wait, billion the years rock old. is. Yeah, the that rock old, or the six, diamond. Look, he looks well, but great. You can, but you can have new rocks. Like right. there can be new rocks, right? So, but I, I mean, don't know. Are they putting new rocks out? Are they wait, coming wait, out with if, new rocks? Well, the whole, but the, the, we're not talking the way about the you're rock. Saying we're about talking it, about the diamond. Yeah, no, but like, no, no, no. Diamonds are rocks, though. I know that. They're but rocks. I'm saying you got to do something. But so no, no you don't. I mean, oh. the earth. Well, the earth does. Well, they something cut to and it. they cut them or whatever. But like, well, yeah, but yeah, but like they okay, sure. But like the way that you're saying that makes it seem like all the rocks that will ever be have already been. I kind of think they really. They're like stars that way. I don't think anybody's making new rocks or people making new rocks. I think me and Corey are still wondering if we turn into mummies. Yeah, if sure. If turns I, into mummies. Oh, I, no. Actually, now that you say that. I don't like, think they're making all diamonds rocks. billions of years old? I think so. Really? Yeah, well, maybe not billions. I think with diamonds, it's like carbon, whatever, right. like coal and like, shit. So the Big Bang, is, boom, diamonds, and then. No, no, no. It's like the Big Bang, boom, carbon, coal and shit. 
it's put under intense pressure right. for billions of years. But the Earth is six billion thing. years old, or however many. But is that right? It's billions of billions years old. of years old. So even. You put it under pressure for billions of years. Now it's a diamond. Yeah. That still happened billions of years ago. Right. Oh, right. So, like, there's diamonds currently working now, but they won't come up for another billion years. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about There's that a lot of people thinking I'm the dumbest motherfucker of all. I mean, all. me too. I, I thought that was I'm a big red. I'm, I'm literally really diamond dumb as fuck, Yeah. Well, too, that's just but. fuck it. That's, though, like, I understand the value of something like that. Yeah, except for well, there's I mean, a dude, bunch of the them. Hope Diamond, sure. Yeah, right. But yeah, but Diamond, yeah, that is wild. Everything we just said, but there's a shitload of them, and like they don't really do anything yeah. other than look pretty. They have industrial yeah. applications. Oh wait, we're only four. We're only four billion years old. Okay, I kept saying six. That's not Shit, too far. We barely, off. barely in grade school. Yeah, we're just calculations little, little of eleven planet. to thirteen billion years. I mean, who gives a fuck? Do, do we do we even have to keep trying to figure out how old we are? I just we've know, got like fifty years left. I just, just know shut it's up. more than six thousand or whatever. Yeah, way more. The Christians think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. Hope Diamond. Wild. Cursed. All old. that shit. Old, yeah. All that. Here we so, go. but let's takes uh, uh, between one billion and three point three billion. Holy shit. Years. Yeah. There you go. Damn. So the Hope Diamond is not even really that old. No. It's a young diamond. It's <laughs> just a young pup. Damn. All right. Well, just I'm a, a dumb fuck. Pup, the Hope Diamond. <laughs> well. All right. Well, on that note, yeah. I'm a dumb fuck. Professor Cho. Right after this. Yeah. Y'all, let's talk about something. Uh, and this ain't going to come as any surprise to you. But did you know that in the last year, rates of anxiety and depression have doubled in the U.S.? These days, it can take weeks to get a traditional therapy appointment. Did you know that also psychiatrist visits can cost up to $500 per session? And traditional therapy visits are over $100 per session. That can add up quickly, thousands of dollars a year. Well, we want to tell you about Cerebral. Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Any of that sound familiar to you, Cho? Uh, yeah, check, 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 and check. Cerebral is awesome because I'm sure that I'm like a lot of people when the pandemic hit and everything started to be online and you didn't have to go nowhere. I've sort of just stayed in that zone. And I can tell you right now that without something like Cerebral, I probably would have never started going to therapy because it required me to go to a place and be in a room with a person. And I'm just not about that. And therapy has really changed my life. So Cerebral is just the move. If you're out there and you think you need help, first off, if you think you need help, you definitely do. And this is just, to me, just a great way to do it so that you can, you know, still feel comfortable in your own space. There's a lot of great things about Cerebral. You know, it's one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider, ships it straight to your door. You can skip the pharmacy altogether. They have a Cerebral mobile app, which is like having your own personal care team at your disposal, wherever you are, you can message them at any time. You can connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through the mobile app. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you. You don't have to wait weeks to be seen. You can do your sessions on a laptop or a phone, wherever, whatever you're most comfortable with. And the treatment, the treatments are affordable on Cerebral. They're one third the price of traditional therapy. They have treatment options available with or without insurance. Cerebral's in network for many insurers. 50% of Cerebral's clinicians self-identify as people of color because it's important to Cerebral to have the diversity in place so everyone can get the treatment they deserve. It's a wonderful service, and you should check them out. 
for listeners of this program, by the way, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash POA. Just go to Cerebral.com slash POA for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. So join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all, as it should be. Absolutely. Who's going to take care of your family if something happens to you? What would they do without your income? If you don't have a plan, you need to go to GoliathLife.com. Get a quick quote for more than 20 carriers. You don't even have to leave the house. If you need a medical exam, they'll send somebody to your house or office. You're in total control. You pick the rates, you pick the payments, you pick the terms. You're in total control, but it gives you and your family peace of mind. What if something happens to your income? Hurry to GoliathLife.com. We're back. Let's uh, get into history of Professor Cho on the subject of the Titanic. Okay, the Titanic. We're going to talk about it. first. I realize we're sitting here in darkness. Mm-hmm. Cho, what are we doing? Oh my bad. I know this would never us. fly on the SS Titanic. No, buddy, you got to have your candles lit. What the hell is wrong with us? My bad. God damn it. Man, it it's like sure. we've only done this nine times. How the fuck did you get four in the time it took me to do two? That's three. Oh yeah, <laughs> numbers! Wow, yeah, wow. We've they been just saying yeah. It. Once they get up there, they we've really been, they, we've been saying it. Shoo. Uh But yeah, all right. Now we got that taken care of. Okay, so the Titanic. I always, you know, we always. I try to say what I know about the given subject before you get into Professor Cho mode. Uh, you know, big hitting ship hit an iceberg sunk. That's yeah, right, most of right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, wow. other thing. See I you know, later, everybody. Yeah, right. Talk about economy Good of night. words. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, other thing I know is that there's a real fancy lady on it that sucked a chimney sweep's dick. And, yep, uh, yep. And thought and about that dick. And a Ford Model T. And Did you ever hear that Roy Wood bit? Roy where he Wood, would, about, yeah. yeah. He was like, man, do you know how good that dick had to be for her to think about it for 80 years? Because, dude, she, like, remarried and had, had a, a whole Kirby family. Kirby talks about had that like, all the had time. Had, like, great-grandchildren yeah, right. and shit yeah. with this other guy. Yeah. But yet, at the end of her life, she's just thinking about that peasant winner she yeah. got yeah. fucking it's 80 like, years ago it's like how I mean, everybody must have really thought it to her dog. yeah it's like when everybody when gene wilder died everybody was just like he's finally with gilda again it's mm. like what about his wife <laughs> you know what i mean like what about the lady that came after that but yeah yeah, yeah. no jack threw it down we all know that uh kathy bates was on the ship whole Unsinkable, thing they say yeah molly brown was her name and did you i didn't know this that like apparently like we're all everybody's like super obsessed with the titanic now hell there's a uh there's an exhibit in Gatlinburg. Yeah, and Pigeon which, Forge up there, mild stomping grounds. Which, yes. for the record, I think that we should take like a POA uh, field trip to That'd that. Be fun. I've heard, and this is coming from my sister, so like a a redneck, but a redneck that she has a very big appreciation for these things. This is going to be her favorite fucking show. Apparently, it's like it's real good. Like it's actually oh, a okay. really good exhibit. I'm a little surprised to hear that I, as a man who has trafficked in Pigeon Forge I'm, many, many, many times. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear that there's a, an element of like 
authenticity and class right. to it. No, because most of it is some hillbilly clown shit. Which they hits. got going on. It does hit. But I'll sure, be honest with you, hit. like if that is true, there's really not more of a true putting on airs destination than the fucking Titanic exhibit in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I agree. So I think completely. we should producer Russ That's write that down. Idea. We need to take a trip to uh, that. But apparently, uh, that, what were we talking about before that? It Titanic. Was, it, no, I know that. Uh, it was, oh, 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 we're all super obsessed with it now. But like, I, I don't know if you know this, but like, that wasn't re- like, the movie didn't get made because everyone had a large obsession with the Titanic. We have a large obsession with the Titanic because the movie got made. That totally makes sense. To yeah. Me. Like it wasn't. I but, feel like. I feel like nobody really gave too much of a fuck about the Titanic until that movie came well, out. Well, I guess, but I was like 10, so I I wouldn't have known. Right. But like, like that movie got made because James fucking Cameron, Cameron right. was like, I want to make I'm, a movie about, about the Titanic. That. And people were like, here's a blank check. Well, they did. And then he made a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, they did. Uh, they did. Uh, like, there was another movie like that. I just figured it was a, like, it, people had loved it, but the technology for making a movie like that hadn't caught up to the time that right. you could do a thing like that. Speaking of, while we're here, first fun fact that I learned here about the Titanic, the movie Titanic cost $30 million more to make than the actual ship Titanic. Is that adjusted for inflation? Uh, Yeah, no, that was adjusted for inflation. That's wild. Pre- matter of fact, we adjusted for inflation. Well, that's kind of wild. Did they have to build a boat for the movie? No, I think they did that CG. I think they built like half a boat. Half a boat. I'm that pretty sure that they out. built like the set of a boat, and yeah. then the rest of it was like those little dots or like green screen type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But you could, for the price of the movie Titanic, you could have built eleven Titanics. Damn. I think it's what it was. Like that, I read. Yeah, it was. Uh, That's and I, pretty wild. Here we go. At two hundred million dollars, the movie cost more than the Titanic itself. The cost to construct the ship in 1910 to 1912 was 1.5 million, equivalent to 7.5 million at the time. Uh, and about one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty million in ninety seven dollars. Okay, so, well, so that's not that's 11. actually a little bit off than yeah, that's a little bit off than what I said. Yeah, but still, still, yeah. I I, mean, I don't know, dude. Movies are fucking expensive, expensive as, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like you know, especially ones that hit like the that Titanic one. itself was like the uh, the number one most extravagant example yeah. of wealth like the, this is the, the most height e- of opulence yeah i mean and a, excess the first time yeah. that they were ever able to do some fucking bullshit like this but yeah like this is the first time that like a ship like this has ever been uh made it is the the combined this is a fucking interesting thing so obviously it was mostly like I don't say mostly rich people on this. We'll get into like how the third class were treated, which is yeah. Is so they made them shovel coal, yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to eat their porridge uh, or whatever coal. Which by I the assume. way, you know how many you met eight hundred and twenty five tons of coal a day. Damn! How the fuck does that even fit? Because they were out there for a while. Fuck the sky, dog. Oh, to sky death. Hit. Granted. I mean, I joke the sky, motherfucker. Did they we know? Did they know then, though? Like, no. they didn't know. Like, don't get me wrong. But ha- they didn't they, know shit, no, no, dog. No. Let, let's let's be honest. They wouldn't have given a fuck. They was probably still drinking mercury back then oh, for, for the pox and shit. They yeah. didn't know a goddamn thing there about was, fucking coal and the earth. Yeah, there was eight hundred and twenty-five tons of coal a day that they burned through that, which they had the motherfuckers on third class pumped through there. 14,000 gallons of drinking water a day. 
which I, these numbers are are fucking crazy. I, did they did they pack the amount of drinking water that I, is that did how they that have works? a filter? Because like I don't know back then they had I, a Brita I, I would say, I would or something think like back that. Then they couldn't desalinate right. or whatever. Like maybe they did though. Like there's some wild technology that's been around for longer than you think. Like the fact that uh, the lighter was actually invented before the match. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know. Like, that. Like there there is some weird things where like I'm certain back then like purifying water was actually probably more of a necessity on ships back then. They probably did have to figure that out because of how much they traveled by boat and stuff and how much most people were just like, when you'd get out on a boat, like pirates and shit, they were out there for fucking like weeks Dude, and weeks I've at a time. I've never thought about that. How did right. pirates... They couldn't have drank only rum. No. Just fucking rum and scurvy the whole time. They, you know, they, they had, had to have to, some water. Yeah, unless they like... just packing barrels of water? I, I mean, I guess they did. Yes, I've Dude, never... way back in the pirate days, they were not desalinating fucking ocean water. Do pirates Surely. count for the show? Can we Surely. talk about them at some point? I mean, I feel like they're the opposite of fancy, but we yeah. can still talk about them. There was privateers. They're fancy criminals. There was privateers and stuff right. who were kind of fancy. shirts are kind of fancy. Kind of fan they did have fancy shirts for sure, yes. They were uh, puffy sleeves and stuff. Yeah. There, so, and also, parrots. Parrots are fancy birds. <laughs> also on this note, 40,000 fresh eggs on that fucking ship, which is like, again... Like I think that we we don't realize we think oh the like the the, right. the word Titanic now means huge but like dude and also there was a bunch of people on there like eight hundred twenty five tons of coal a day fourteen thousand gallons of drinking water forty thousand fresh eggs but they were like you know what would be a bit much lifeboats well, and yeah. we had fucking lifeboats on here yeah they're like well these people can't pay us for all these eggs if they're drowning so fuck yeah. it. or you know once they've drowned we can't get their egg money anymore so let's just not worry about that but and like what like do you do you have the numbers on like all these things they had to put in there and then they had to charge enough to do it yeah. in order for that to make money, right? Like, and, Russ, and it worked. Like, they sold people on the idea of, of yeah. spending this money to do this. Yeah. And some of them were lit, like the third class. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Food on the Titanic, 75,000 pounds of meat, 7,500 pounds of ham and bacon. I guess ham and bacon is not considered fresh meat. Yeah, it's cured. Twenty five cured. Twenty five hundred pounds of sausage, twenty five thousand pounds of poultry, eleven thousand pounds of fish, four thousand pounds of salted and dried fish. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, a thousand pounds of great, thirty six thousand apples. It's kinda weird <laughs> to me. It's kinda weird to me that on a fancy people boat, grapes were so much less, less represented than, I know, because than grapes apples. Because grapes like are what you get dropped into your fat, stupid, oh, rich mouth by a topless whore while you get fanned on your fucking, in your cabin, you know? Like, did he say fat period? Yeah. Like, I can't believe that there weren't fucking, like, oil barons complaining about the, the, uh, the grapes. There's the grapes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know why they're German. German. Doesn't you know what was? Sense. I made a conscious decision that I was like, you can't do the accent of an oil baron. Yeah. And who's, but who's a person that nobody's going to get a fuck about if you do yeah. the accent? It's German. Yeah. But there's definitely some German oil barons for sure, right? I don't know. Probably. 10,000 pounds of cereal. Probably corn fucking cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. 1,000 loaves of bread, which like, that's a lot of fucking slices. The coffee, that makes sense. Oh, honestly. The tea is the, wild. Kind of being more, being less, 800 Eight. pounds of key, tea instead of 
Yeah. Because yeah. it was coming from Seems Ang- England. 2,200 pounds of coffee to 800 pounds of tea is surprising to me. I Look at that fucking thought, sugar. Because, yeah, so, okay. There was a lot of uh, people the, in the bowels of the boat. You know, right. No, the that's the, that's the third so class coffee. people. Yeah. The, uh, Look up, by the way, before we get into that, while we're into this, look up the fucking menus because there's something really funny on there that I want to talk about. So, the boat was leaving England, England and yeah. going to New York. Yeah, and there was that a lot was of people. And, and so, from my... And was my, this just like a pleasure crew? Was it going to turn around and come back? Were they going to pick up Americans and bring them back? So, or were people like... It was like a one-way ticket for some people. They're like, they're just packing an onion in their pocket I think and that, fucking just well, so hitting the seas that to was show re- up in New York and start fucking canning meat or Well, that whatever. definitely was represented in the movie by the character Fabrizio. So Fabrizio and Jack, you know, they yeah. win their tickets in the fucking program. So, like, yeah. there is a huge... like. So nowadays when you think of, like, carnival cruises and stuff like that... Every carnival cruise is specifically like it doesn't. Nobody's going like I got to make it to the Bahamas, right? So I'm right. getting on a fucking carnival. You go cruise. and you come back, and you come back, right? Yeah. But this, like, the disparity between and also on carnival cruises, obviously there are bigger cabins that you can get, but the disparity between the first class and the third class is not in any way the same. And I say that because, but I bet there's not much of a first class of co- on a carnival of course cruise, not of dude. course not because carnival cruise is all fucking neck tattoos sorry sorry russ yeah it's fucking fine neck tattoos and pill billies and shit i know fucking, yeah because like rich because people they, they don't go they're on... going on the titanic yes fucking we tell my aunts and them yeah yeah you go you take a fucking fancy boat ride and they're like the carnival. Like, rich people ain't fucking with carnival cruises somebody somebody thinking like like in their mind they're like oh a big cruise it's gonna be fancy is probably the same as like the first time we went to the Bellagio and realized that yeah. it's not Ocean's Eleven, it's Meemaw's in tank it's tops. fucking ancient Jewish ladies yeah, in their just chain with an oxygen with tank, fucking, just fucking clicking penny slots and shit. big gulp of quarters. Fuck, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, so like nowadays, rich, the people that went on the Titanic back then would never go on a public fucking cruise. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this like kind of started it all. So like, yeah, the disparity between the first class, the first class people were doing it for an experience to show off their wealth but the third class people there were a lot of people that were like it's an America so, we're going to America yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my Fabrizio impression that's a great Fabrizio it's but, America but so the first the first class people were they going to turn around and come back like I, they're just I taking a pleasure cruise I can't decide ride? because you've got a guy like the most famous person probably that was on the Titanic aside from Molly Brown was a guy named John Jacob Astor which we all yeah. know was played by, I can't remember, uh, it's the guy from, in the movie it was played by the guy from fucking uh, Bold and the Beautiful or or Young and the Restless, one of those soap opera guys who played, uh, I can't remember his Victor. name. He's a, Victor. Victor. Yes, yeah. he's a German actor. Mama Cat, dog. Mama Bro. Cat loved Dude. Victor, buddy. Dude, so Victor, when, you remember the Bold and the Beautiful? Uh, there, he's Young and the Restless, er, I think. Er, he was Young and the Restless, yeah, but Young and the Restless was the lead-in to Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. And of course, my granny watched all them shits, too. And the Bold and the Beautiful, I'll never forget, their theme song was... For some reason, that song was like a dog whistle to my granny's uh, schnauzer. And every day we would, we would plan on And if dude, if cell phones had existed back then for me to have a camera, this would go fucking viral every day. We would probably watch the young and the restless and then bold and beautiful come on. Me and granny would sit there and we would watch the fucking dog. And every time that theme song would come on, he would stand in the middle of the room and just go, Ooh! 
for the whole fucking song. It was the funniest shit in the world. But yeah, that's him. So I think he plays John Jacob Astor, right? Yeah. So in... I don't know if you know this. I knew that John Jacob Astor like w- was a fucking rich dude. He was the richest person in the world. Yeah, it yeah. would be like it would be like if Jeff Bezos yeah. died on a carnival cruise. Right. Here's looking space. out. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. But like he he was that. And his wealth was, let's see, I've got it written down here somewhere. He was the yeah, he was the Bezos of his time. He had at that time, he had the equivalent of modern day. Two billion dollars, mm. which ain't shit. What what was his money from? I, the Astors, I know, that, were one of those big family. They were like the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers. Yeah, and shit, the o, the OG money. I'm not really sure, but I know that they ended up spending that money on property, and that's yeah. where the Waldorf Astoria I, yeah, yeah. comes th- from. I They're the Astors. A, in I thought the it was like a real estate. Thing yeah, I'm gonna. Something. We're definitely gonna do an episode that's strictly on the Astors because their family is like very, very fascinating. And like they, he, like he made that hotel to like, because he had a brother that was in a different, he married into a different wealthy family and started hitting and he had a hotel and he's like, we're going to fucking have a hotel. And then that became the Waldorf Astoria and like some bullshit like that. But like, yeah, that's like he, so he died again. It would have been like the Bezos of his time dying. The estimated, uh, overall wealth in first class at that time combined was $500 million, which in today's money is $14.3 billion. That's fucking so, nuts. So, and think about it like this that I've never thought of until this moment. So many people, when the Titanic sank, came into a nut. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they <laughs> inherit, like, they're, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to thought you got, about that. You got to yeah, think about right. this. But for a lot of those people who come from all that money, like you watch Downton Abbey, when someone dies, it's not the sad affair that it is when someone like no, our parents die because no, they're like, well, we talked about that on a previous episode. Yeah. It kind of hits for rich people when their parents die. Because they're like, hey, yeah, yeah. now I got it yeah. all. As, as if their life fucking sucked when yeah. they were just getting their daily allowance of $3 million or whatever. Yeah. But like the transfer of wealth that happened when the Titanic sank, which I mean, uh, that's literally the pilot for Downton Abbey is the Titanic sinks. And they're like, oh no, there's a new heir, you know, because this guy died. Now Matthew Crawley comes into the scene. But like, yeah, man, like a ton, a ton of fucking money. And like most of like, obviously we all know that like, it was the big thing with like the women and the children have to get off first, which like, I think I agree with the children part. <laughs> but the women what are we doing here what are they gonna do i mean I, i'm not i'm not touching on any ground that bill burr certainly yeah. hasn't covered but like okay let me ask you this and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to talk about this honestly if you were on that ship obviously you'd take care of your wife and your kids but do you think that you would just go Okay, I'll stand here. Or do you think that you would have been like fight or flight survival mode? Like, no, fuck you. I paid my money. I'm going to get on that goddamn boat. It ain't my fault they don't have enough. Yeah, I'd punch some third-class seamstress in the face, knock her ass over the side. Yeah, you were going to die soon anyway. So who gives a fuck? Find a wig, put it on, fucking, yeah. Yeah, like you'd see some third-class motherfucker in a a (laughs) shit be like, dude, you're coughing. Like, this lady's coughing. Like, she's not going to make it. Like, if I survive, there's an entire industry that I'm propping up. I need to live. (laughs) Sure. I need yeah. to fucking live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just me. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's not. It's not just you. No, it's not just that's, me. But 
like, every one of those guys yeah, who's ever but existed I'm not, in the but world. But I don't think that I'm too. They're like, can you believe that 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 like they show fucking uh uh Billy Zane in the movie? It's like he gets on the boat. I'm like, yeah, he was trying to survive. That's a basic human fucking instinct. Yeah. Is to survive. I'm sorry. I probably would have got on one of the fucking boats. And then it's like, like then you look at like, well, the band, the band set that the band. Have you really ever thought about how insane it is that the band kept playing? It's makes is that sense. actually true? It's true. No it's, shit. No, it's what I thought they made that up because that's a great. That seems yeah, like I a, just always assumed that. I was did too. Hollywood. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is an Aaron Sorkin thing where he's yeah. like, let's not let the truth get in the way of something great. Of Which, by the way, story. of course, do that shit. But no, that is one hundred percent true. The only thing that the only way that I can kind of like make it make sense in my mind is that the, back then, like nowadays, the band would have been like Maroon Five and they would have been first class. Yeah, but back then the band was absolutely third class. So in these guys' minds, they were going to die anyways. So, like, why not just keep playing? Like, you're doing the thing that you love. And it is a great service to people. Like, the, in, on the movie, they show them they're, like, doing that, and everybody's kind of, like, calm down. It took this fucking boat, was by it, the way. Was it not, like, the equivalent of a Maroon 5 or No, something? I don't think. It was I, just some, that, like, well, garage you know, band? Because, you know, that's the, there wasn't I don't think really it was a garage band. I'm sure it was, they like, They were uh, great. I'm sure that they were awesome. But, like, back then, that wasn't really the, like, back then, musical acts and, and like, comics and stuff weren't treated the way they are today. Well, like, nowadays, they're celebrities, and they're but, part of the elite. Back then, they were the help but also i mean that's true but also today there are you know like yo-yo ma aside right there's like the first chair the first violin chair for the new york symphony orchestra or something that's one of the hittingest musicians on planet earth, earth. but we don't know their name we don't know anything about have them. we talked about you know this what on I mean? the show i don't know we will we? at one point but but do you know what I'm saying? I'm assuming it was people like that at the time. I would like, say. Oh, okay. But I'm saying those people still aren't famous today. No, it was, like, they, did, they very, definitely didn't get a busker. They're very, like, respected in their field, and all, they're the best that do it. But, like, people don't know who they are. Right. You know. But, like, but they did They did keep playing. Like, that is real. That wasn't just a Sorkin moment. Like, they totally did. And, like, that, I mean, when you really think about it, like, that's a fucking, like, kind of cool baller move. I'm certain that they yeah. were, like, still drinking. Speaking of still drinking. Wait, wait. Have you guys ever worked a cruise? No, no, mm. no. I, I'm actually very lucky in the sense that, like, you know, there's comics probably out there watching this that do do cruises. And, like, you can make some money on that. But they're like no, no comic ever comes back and goes. I made good money and it was a fun time. It's always like thank God they paid me decent because like they seem. I'm so lucky that right when I got to the point of like, I'm I could probably get booked on a cruise. We also just started hitting and I don't have to do a cruise. That said, if this show doesn't go well, like subscribe, download, tell all your friends. I'll definitely have to play a fucking cruise. Actually, buy tickets to the putting on airs cruise. Yeah. Oh yeah. We should. That's something. Hey, put a pin in that. The putting on air cruise. People do cruises. People we can do, do, do cruise. we can do like a mock Titanic cruise and shit Fancy like that. People. I don't know how we're gonna fucking pay for this, but like we'll fucking figure it Rich out. Rich people. But speaking of I said the musicians playing as the ship went down, like getting drunk and stuff like that. Where is this? It's in my notes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of my favorite fun facts about the Titanic. The head baker on the Titanic, which was a man, which kind of surprised me. Cause like nowadays they didn't it, let women be the head of anything. Yeah, I know, then, but no, cooking, you can't be the head of nothing. That's no. so, that, I know, but that's so funny. I know, like, but you can't have a woman in charge. That's nineteen nineteen. That's dog. always and that's What's so she true. gonna be in charge of? That's so true. But it's always been so funny to me that it's like they were. <laughs> everybody's always like a woman's place is in the kitchen. 
Unless you're going to be, be the head one, yeah, and then no, that still no, has no. to be a man. Of course. But the head baker, Charles, I'm going to botch this name, Joachim, J-O-U-G-H-I-N, Joachim. I don't fucking know. Joaquin? Joaquin. Charles Joaquin. The head baker, Charles Joaquin, he survived. He treaded water. And by the way, this water was below freezing. Like the only, yeah. it's below. The only reason that it doesn't actually freeze over is because it's so choppy that it's constantly in motion. He treads water for two hours before being rescued, and they asked him how in the how did you stay alive? And his answer was, "I'm so fucked up." Drinking. He, he was so, so that's fucked also up. real. That's yeah. from the movie yes. too. He so was that's a real guy. That's a real guy. Yeah. And he like his his whole thing with him. He goes. When the boat started going down, I just started fucking pounding whiskey because what are you going to do? It's a good plan. And it kept him warm and it just uh, kept his adrenaline up or whatever. And like cheers. a he, man after my own heart. For sure. Buddy. He sat cheers. out there like, yeah, absolutely. Cheers to Charles. Joaquin. Cheers to Joaquin. He sat there with no fucking like door or picnic shit to, to lay on. Yeah. Yes. That guy. There he is right there. Head Baker. Imagine working for this guy in the kitchen. Oh, dude, I bet, he, dude, and it had to be like the the fucking like the uh, what's this doesn't, the, Do you think this is this him in the movie? I guess it is. Yeah, it is. He looks like was it? Did they show goofy. him drowning in the movie? No, that, no, they showed him in the movie. They showed him. They kept showing him taking swigs from his flask. Yeah, and they showed him surviving. Surviving, yeah. So speak speaking of from the movie, if we're gonna talk about the movie for a second, do you remember uh the? And God damn it, I wish I'd have written this down. Murdoch maybe was his name. Uh, look, this the, the guy who ends up shooting like the the one of the guys that worked there. They end up shooting a lady and then shooting himself. Yeah, he didn't do that. Right? Not at all. He was yeah. a hero. That's so he was literally up. a hero. And James Cameron, Dude, James Cameron, that shit is not cool. That's not cool at all. But what, just explain, just make up a different fucking explain, name. Explain what you're saying. So in the movie, there is like a a, a sergeant or whatever they yeah. are, a first captain or whatever. Yeah. And like he comes out there and people are trying to board the 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 lifeboats or whatever, and he ends up like fucking shooting a lady or something and then he ends up feeling so bad about doing it that he fucking turns the gun on himself and it'd be one thing if they just made that up for the movie that's fine but they gave this guy the real name you don't have to do you that you just call him James give him Patterson. a different what the name fuck ever? but right. they didn't they were like oh here's a real guy but we're that's because the, they gave him a real guy's name who really exists Captain Murdoch didn't do any no, of no, that no 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 not only not dude it's not not only did that guy not do that he's the opposite of that he yeah. actually saved a lot of fucking people's life like below dude. deck or something like that and of course his family who is still yeah, a thing right. and now James Cameron fucking settled and they got a lot of money. So, okay, so they did sue Yeah, them. I'm pretty sure. Good. I'm they pretty, should have. No, they should have. And honestly, if you think about it, it's like, oh, they wouldn't have got that money if James Cameron hadn't have done that. Yeah. But like, dog, that like, again, I'm all for in movies, like, I'm all for like the whole like, hey, it might not be true, but like, it makes the yeah, movie better. But not when yeah. you fuck, like, how the fuck are you going to go? Well, yeah, well, it's so easy to just give make them up a, a different name. name. You yeah, don't have right. to, right. It, you know, it's different if you, like, make up some shit that makes them look better. Who gives a shit? Do yeah. that. That's awesome. Like, I'm certain that Molly Brown wasn't near as fucking cool as they made her out to be. Pretty sinkable. But, yeah. <laughs> very Turns sink- out, very sinkable. Yeah, very. Not as buoyant as she looked in the movie. But, yeah, like that. But, so, like, that wasn't, like, he he totally just, Walt, was it Hartley? Is that? No, that's Billy Zane. No, no, Hartley is um something else. Yeah. 
Well, so so a couple things about third class. I don't know if you pulled up the menu, but like yeah. the did you did you have the menu? I I was listening to. I, I really wish that I. So the menu is like cool for like everybody. Like you know, well, like first class, second class, third class. By the menu. way, all that now is poor people food. Like because like yeah, first class was getting boiled hominy, which I love hominy. Ooh, the height of luxury. Yeah, boiled hominy. I was listening to a podcast today, and I really fucking wish that I could remember what it one was but they were talking about the menu or whatever and they were going through all this fucking opulence of like the first class and then they go and third class had their choice of gruel gruel yeah gruel Dude, third class buddy if you're third class you gonna eat some gruel yeah for sure you are not expect nothing else Which for the record, fact, you're I, gonna get gruel that's what the, happens for the record looking at this right now looking at this particular menu and knowing kind of what gruel gruel is not bad you know what I'm saying? Like, I would probably... Isn't gruel just like cream of wheat or something? Yeah, oatmeal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oatmeal type stuff. Or, like, I bet you back then, chili would have been considered a bowl of brown. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been considered... <laughs> bowl of brown. That's from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Bowl of brown, yeah. But that would have been considered, like, a gruelly meal. But I would much rather have a fucking bowl of chili or a bowl of oatmeal than goddamn boiled hominy for breakfast. I feel like there's a big difference between a bowl of chili and a bowl of fucking... Oatmeal, me personally. You don't like oatmeal? Oatmeal don't have for you? Oatmeal's fine, but I thought gruel was like more watered down oatmeal. It probably, I mean, dude, I'm certain hit. gruel don't, don't, don't Dude, if you <laughs> listen to it, dude, it's I was called say, fucking gruel. Dude, gruel is, gruel is There's almost. There's no way gruel hits. Gruel is almost a perfect word because it is. before gruel was described to me, when someone said the word gruel, I immediately knew, I go, that is something that does not hit. So you that, give it to the people who don't Who hit. don't hit. Yes. Uh, yeah, so people all, that hit, they don't eat gruel. Also, dog. what you give to people that don't hit. So, get how many third cancer? How well, yeah, they definitely all. Yeah. They, well, this was a kind of before cancer, really. Like, <laughs> you, it, you died by you got it was like you had consumption. Yeah, back then. you died, dude. Back then, you died long oh. before cancer had a time to set in. His body at him. What you gonna do? He got mm. he got, he got by his own he body. Got That's what he got consumed. He got consumption. So, how many uh, just off the top of your head? Not probably that it was witches. Yep, and his blood and his yeah. bones and his had butt witches in his butt and he had, he had bones witch of the butt witch of the butt yeah that's my favorite Campbell soup With, <laughs> if you had to guess not that it matters but if you had to guess what how many how many uh third class passengers were there well, how there's many, there's how many people were on the whole boat there are uh two thousand something people I know that it wasn't oddly enough it wasn't at full capacity like it didn't sell out. Oh, there okay. was still room for twelve hundred more people. What? And I don't know if they did that because they were like, "Yeah, we got room for it, but it would hit if we didn't have that many people on here because we want." But like the first class covered it with their money, so like we don't really have to have. But there was room for like twelve hundred more people. Um, so I think that there was only two thousand people on the boat. Now let me let me say this: I don't have this written down, but to my recollection, there was like two thousand people on the boat, and like twelve hundred of them motherfuckers died. You know what I mean? Like, it was like most of them died or some shit like that. Okay, uh, if there's 2,000 people on the boat, I'm going to say third class was 1,100. 706. You're not too far off. Okay. 706. Of those 706, the third class passengers, in order to clean themselves, had to share 
two bathtubs. What? Two bathtubs. <laughs> so they was just the stinkiest, <laughs> gruel-eating motherfuckers. You're in here getting the stink water, peasant. <laughs> you know they didn't change that water? No, I You know they didn't give them none of the drinking water? None we of that a, fucking... We got a tepid pole of stank <laughs> water. <laughs> none of that That's what you get. None of that 14,000 <laughs> gallons of fucking water went to the goddamn yeah. peasants in the stank water. Fucking no, meat packers get the stank water. Dude, That's what happens. They're just eating gruel, fucking laying in stank, in stank water. water. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. So, like, they... <laughs> it did not... It did not oh, hit to be. Poor people don't hit for the world. No, it no, it doesn't. I've covered up. I've covered most of what I want to cover um, about the Titanic. Like I said, it was at full capacity. Everybody knows that they easily could. By the way, it took two and a half hours for the boat to sink. So a couple couple things there. A, if they had enough, they say, and it's not even a question. If they had enough lifeboats, every single person would have survived. Ugh. Period. Because it took two hours for it to sink, and when the uh, there was also only 30 seconds between seeing the iceberg and it hitting. That's how quick that shit was. So that happened quickly, but then for two and a half hours, people just sat there. It's not like when a plane crashes, and you're like, oh shit, we're going down. Boom, we're dead. Two and a half hours is a long panic attack. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude, yeah. That is a long fucking panic attack. Hell yeah. So uh, that happened. A couple things that I want to cover right before we get out of here. A couple things that uh, we would not have had were uh, uh, some things uh, went differently on the Titanic. Number one, uh, well, obviously, John Jacob Astor dies. We never know how many more uh, stories that we would have had had he lived. I don't know if his dipshit grandson had to take over the estate after that. I don't really know how that played out. But the most important thing to me that we benefited from someone losing their ticket or just not going, there was a man who was of opulent wealth who was determined to be on the Titanic to floss his wealth, and he wanted to be there for this. It was a grand experience. All He was friends with the Astors. He was friends with all those people. There's a man named Milton Hershey. Did you guess who Milton Hershey is, Trey? Chocolate Man. The cho And that is his nickname, the Chocolate Man. The Chocolate Man. <laughs> Milton Hershey. Chocolate King of Pennsylvania, baby, Milton Hershey. Milton Hershey was supposed to be on this boat, and at the last second, there was a business meeting that came up that prevented him from going on the boat. Now, Here's the deal. The Hershey Company was founded, I believe, in 1902, which means that regardless of whether or not he died, we would still have the Hershey bar because it had already been created. Well, thank God for that. Thank God for that, Trey. But because he lived, it wasn't until 1928 that the Reese's Cup came out. So it could be argued that if Milton Hershey had not had a business meeting come up, we never would have gotten the Reese's Cup. And to me, that is the success Praise story God. of the Titanic. That's right. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God for unanswered prayers, mm -hmm. baby. That's what's up. So, yeah, that's all uh, I know about the Titanic. That's fantastic. One thing that I've heard before about the Titanic, but this is coming off the dome, so I'm going to fuck this up a little bit, is did you see anything about there was apparently some writer who wrote a lot of Penny Dreadfuls and stuff like this at the time. He was like a pulpy mm -hmm. author. Who put out a story uh, about that, the Titanic crashing? Was, but it was before it yeah. happened, and it was it was before it was even built. It was called the Titan, the Titan, the Titan. He yeah, that's wrote, true. He wrote a story about that's one hundred percent true. Called the Titan, yeah, that was just like the Titanic, and yeah. then it hit an iceberg and sank, and that was like years before the Titanic happened. Yeah, and I would say that that's like pretty fucking wild. That is wild, but I would say that maybe subconsciously the name Titanic 
probably seeped in because of that. Like, if I had to guess, like, they wanted to be called the Titanic because Titanic means huge, but it would be hard for me to believe that th th that book came out and was a popular book or whatever. It would be hard for me to believe that somewhere one of them didn't hear that and then subconsciously then name it the Titanic. Now, well, granted, why would you name it after a boat that sank? I don't think that they did. I think that it's just that that name was just, it just subconsciously was in there. And they're like, Titanic. Titanic means big. I don't know, man. Like, it, it's probably a coincidence. I don't give a fuck if the, the book. No, it's the, fucking I wild. I don't care if the boat in the story was called the Jewel of the Atlantic. It right. would still be fucking wild. Yeah, because, because like, again, this was not supposed to happen. Like, no. I mean, the boat was called no, the... Un hell no. And, and you know what? Funny that we didn't get into, like, how many people there are in our area that, like, you know you know why people in our area think that it crashed. It's... No. Because we, we know that it's because of arrogance. It's because they decided that they wanted to break the boat speed barrier and they did, they, it was, you know, well, this is unsinkable. So whatever, fuck that iceberg. People where we're from think that the Titanic crashed because, and they said this in the movie, I believe it may have George been. George Soros. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure the modern day equivalent or whatever. I think it was John Jacob Astor that says it in the movie, but I'm not certain that it was him that said it in real life. Someone that was one of the like money men behind the Titanic who was going to be on it, but also like funded a lot of it was quoted as saying, not even God could sink this ship. So people were from thinking he goes, yeah. I didn't have for God. He showed them. God said, that's, bitch, you thought. That, that's God's love. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Bitch, you thought. God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that, that's it. Last thing I want to ask you is um, John Jacob Astor, did you see, did he die? Did, I feel like that guy would have been one of the first people on the boats. Did he give up his from, face? Yeah. From, now, they showed it in the so movie. So he like died heroically yeah he they showed it in the movie and it turns out like and, and, and there's a couple dudes like that like um uh rockefeller like nowadays like we look at billionaires and we're like right in order to be a billionaire now you had to step on some necks right but back then when billionaires were different. first being created some different. of them actually were no, good dudes we, we talked about that on the well like red rockefeller gave away a lot of we his talked shit. about that on the well red podcast once for a long time billionaire the equivalent of billionaires that there was this thing amongst them that was like we got to do good had, for the world you had yeah. a like divine obligation yeah. Yeah. to provide for yeah. other people and uh, you know yeah imagine that what a novel concept that is today but yeah. that used to be but, how it was but because like, of that were, i'm pretty sure that john jacob astor was like yeah. I, i'm responsible for a lot of this like i'm going down with it you know so well, fuck man good for him yeah absolutely good for him so this has been putting on airs we've talked about the titanic and of course jury jury yeah so we hope that you enjoyed jury. it we hope that you will uh, subscribe, download, give us a five-star review. It really helps. Telling your friends really helps because I guarantee you, if you like this show, your best friend that has a lot in common with you will probably also like this show. And we will see you next time here on Putting On Airs. Bury us next to two bitches, please. Two bitches. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit. Today we'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs. 
putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs. Hey everybody, welcome back to Clearing on Airs, the post-addendum little mini show within a show of the show that is putting on airs. We super hope that you enjoyed this latest episode. And I gotta tell you, it's a little surprise for everybody, maybe you didn't know. This will be the next three clearing the airs we will not be doing them remote we will be in person and not only that very fitting for this show we will be across the pond yeah jolly old england that's jolly what we, i mean actually as people are listening to this you and i are mm-hmm. in england currently we're in london right now if, uh, given that y'all are listening to this on friday when it comes out we're recording it right before we hop on the plane in the morning and uh, head over that away. So yeah, we're going to try to get some good uh, POA stuff going while we're over there. It's very, you know, obviously couldn't be more relevant. We'd be letting ourselves down to not get some POA stuff done. We don't know what yet, you know, we're going to have tea, crumpets, all that shit. Mm-hmm. We'll have uh, we'll have some fun with it. Yeah. Uh, you ended up saying it right, but you said, welcome to clearing on airs. And, oh, I did. Uh, yeah. And I, I was like, uh, Phil, I, I wonder how many different versions of the name of the so same we've said, but it, yeah, clearing the airs. Here we are. Yeah. But yeah, uh, going, going to England. I can, I, like, are we allowed to, we're allowed to say, say that we're writing a book. I think so. Yeah. We, we've we're, been we're, told we we're just, allowed. Yeah. But we're just going to leave it at that. Me yeah. and Corey writing a book about the experience. Neither of us have ever been there. So it's going to be wild. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. The thing about that is we got to write a book now. Uh, but, yeah. You know, yeah. We'll figure it out. Similar. Yeah, um, I, posted, I posted a picture of, of both of us saying that we were heading off to England. We had a lot of people that were like, but like, are, are we still going to get putting on airs every week? And just to let everybody know, absolutely. The three episodes that we're going to put out for the next three weeks are already in the can because we, uh, you know, anticipated this trip. But while we're over there, expect you stupid videos, little bonus stuff. You know, we're going to be staying in a castle like there's going to be some I'm super excited to do. Some new putting on airs content, as it were. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm super pumped, man. I'm super pumped. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've you know I've been an Anglophile my whole life, and ain't never been over there. And you know, here it is, it's finally upon us. It's gonna be wild. I'm like, you know, a little nervous. Me too. Just, it's and I don't know exactly why really just you know it's it's like it's england it ain't like we're going to fucking i don't know serbia or whatever like you know but still i feel like there's still like us being southern men from the united states there's still like this little idea of like we have to represent well for sure clearly i got a feeling we won't hit for a lot of people over there upon a glance or quickly and then i think there will be some people we hit super hard for yeah i think some of those people will end up not hitting for us (laughs) yep pretty quickly i think there will be some people maybe who we don't hit for at first and then they sort of realize that man you'd be different and then that was super hit for them possibly i think we're going to run the gamut of all of that but you know people like americans who travel a lot will talk about telling people they're canadians when they go abroad because america don't hit for nobody right Part, we we want to get into all that, you know, and write about it, depending on how it goes. But that's not an option for us, obviously. We can't do that. They know even in Alberta, which is the Texas of Canada, nobody sounds like this. So exactly. 
we don't have that option. And honestly, I'm the type, I wouldn't do it no way. No, I, mean, I wouldn't either. You got I mean, to deal with me and where yeah, I'm from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, we, we, uh, we wear ourselves on our cutoff sleeves as it were, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people, you know, messaging and sending comments. They're like, oh, well, you know, just don't get over there and act all touristy. And I'm like, we don't have an option. Like we're going to be doing a lot of touristy shit. And like, because of what we do as comedians, I'm going to have my camera phone out a lot. And so I'm just, I'm just having to like get over the fact that like, look, people are going to look at you like you're a goddamn idiot, but like, you got to get your shit in. But, uh, I'm, I, but I am excited. I mean, it's, it's like, I know it's a different country. I get that, but it's still like, you know, because we're from there, I feel like I'm going to see my cousins. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like the, it, it's a different country, but like they, I don't know, they're on the left side of the road, but other than that, they still got restaurants and shit. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I mean, it or hit, you know, but it, it should be interesting for sure. Speaking of should be interesting, what do you got in that mailbag over there? Oh, oh yeah, it is time for, uh, didn't we, didn't we, didn't we name this a, a, a segment mail? within us? Airmail. Air. It is time air for, mail, it's time for the airmail. This first one comes from William Thor Pharmacus, which sounds like a goddamn a Roman name for the pharmacist or something like that. Like, it sounds like the Latin word that we got pharmacy from, pharmacus. Uh, he says, he opens it with, some funny greeting that hasn't been cliched to death. Hilarious. Uh, in the Titty Liquor episode, y'all were talking about musicals and operas and wanting a Skinnered musical. I don't remember that, but that sounds awesome. Uh, I kept expecting one of y'all to mention that the drive-by truckers kind of did that 20 years ago with Southern Rock Opera. Anyways, that's what I'm going to listen to next. Keep up the good shit. Yeah, uh, I don't know why we didn't bring that up either, because that's one of my favorite albums of all time. If you ain't ever heard it, go check out... Uh, uh, southern rock opera by the truckers yeah absolutely the super hits yeah i don't know there ain't no telling what why you know <laughs> yeah. where our brains was at at any given point in time also there's been so many times you know i have uh there's been so many times where i'll think back on something we've done until i can you know forget it eventually yeah. but like and think of something i wish i'd have said or order said instead or whatever and it's just you know all in the game Constant. Yeah, I mean, that's just the deal. If you say, you remember on this one episode, you're going to have to be more specific because we're stupid. Uh, this comes from Brian Sutton. Hey, guys, just wanted to let you know how great the show is. Each and every week, it keeps getting better and better. I'm a big fan of both of y'alls. As a man from rural North Alabama, it does my heart good to see people like me doing great things. Thank y'all for standing up for what y'all do. Oh, by the way, Corey, I'm the guy that... Hey, I'm the guy that made you an honorable Kentucky Colonel. You were more than deserving. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Colonel Brian Sutton. Well, by God, thank you, Brian. How about that? I don't know if I've told him there, but yeah, in Kentucky, I'm kind of a big deal. I'm a, uh, I'm a colonel. Presumably, I don't hear for Brian. That's okay. That's fine. I don't need to be a colonel. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one that grew up on the Kentucky line down there. Maybe that's what it is. I'm Maybe more it's of a, the he more of an thought. Enemy. Maybe he respects you too much, and he was like, well, Trey's clearly already a colonel. Mm, yeah, that's what it was. I right. look at it like that. Uh, sure. Here, This is from Jingland09. It's a combination of gin and England09. Uh, Long-time listener, 
of the entire Skewniverse first-time emailer. Another interesting fact about Cleopatra, she was incredibly intelligent, as you both pointed out, and actually wrote a book on pharmacology called Cosmetics, which included, amongst other things, remedies for male pattern baldness. Well, goddamn. Cleopatra. I mean, it clearly didn't work. Uh, Idea for a topic discussion. Drugs. I'm sure y'all talk about it enough and could include Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I think we brought that up last week. As Corey suggested you discuss, fancy people definitely did slash do drugs, and rednecks obviously do. It is bad if poor people do drugs, and it's completely fine if rich people do them. The only reason the rich people cared about the opioid epidemic is because it started hurting slash killing rich kids. They don't care about poor people drugs. As South Dakota says, meth. We're on it. <laughs> and indeed we are. In fact, it's the only thing white people cook better than people of color. Hilarious. Anyways, love you guys and come back to Oklahoma, please. Yeah, we definitely will. That is a good one. It's like I'm kind of can't believe that we that drugs ain't like been brought up in that. Yeah, right. Right. That is um, so I made a note of it. I went and wrote it, you know, which again, the way we film these, that means y'all will see the drugs episode in about a year. Uh, yep. probably. <laughs> I think that'll yeah. be a two-parter. Yeah. If I had sure. to guess, we'll probably drill it down a little more. Maybe. Yeah. If I had to guess, it'll be a two-parter and we'll talk about the rich people doing it on one episode. And then we'll talk about the rednecks doing it. Cause like, dude, if we start talking about I mean, on, on two episodes ago, I literally talked for 30 minutes about my own DUI. If we start talking about rednecks doing drugs, I mean, Russ is going to physically have to take the microphones away from us and be like, guys, we got to do five more of these today. True. True. Uh, subject line. This is from Jay Jenkins. Subject line. The great squirrel debate of 2022. We're never going to get away from it, buddy. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, airheads. Wait, do I call you airheads or am I the airhead? Well, Jenkins, you are the airhead, but it's totally fine if you call us airheads as well, because it works sure. a couple different ways. Uh, not the point. I'm a little behind and just getting caught up. Just listen to the great squirrel debate and found myself having some very passionate thoughts. First off, squirrels are absolutely capable of feeling love. They're mammals. Scientifically, I think that means something. I teach 8th grade social studies in Oregon and needed a larger sample size, so I asked all of my classes what they thought. <laughs> this is great. I thought it was going to be a runaway with the students saying, yes, squirrels feel love. Before lunch, it was 30 for yes, 12 for no. There must be a squirrel fight club at lunch or something because after lunch, the nose came racing back and it was 40 for yes and 32 for no. But 7th grade period came in came in clutch and helped me out. We finished the day with 58 saying, yes, squirrels absolutely feel love, and 33 saying, no, squirrels are incapable. No need to conduct any future tests or analyze any squirrel brains. I have solved the debate. You're welcome. Yeah, there well, you if, the, if the Twains of Oregon say so, then, you know, that where he said it was at, Oregon. Uh, and who better to look for, for societal information than the Twains of Oregon? For sure. Yeah, but listen, twain, you know, kids are sweet. They want to believe squirrels can love, and I get that. So that's fine. I'm not mad at them. But, you know, you said they're mammals. They are mammals. They're rodents, though, in particular, and I think that makes a difference. Listen, we ain't got to get back into it all the time. Well, that, that was a great letter, and I'm, I'm glad to think about someone out there doing that. That's yeah, funny. So I will say this you. to defend you a little bit. 
you are correct. That that being done in Oregon, I don't know how close that was to Portland or whatever. But like, if you ran the same poll at my high school, it right. would have been overwhelmingly hell no. You know yeah. what I mean? I had one this morning. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, so I like that. Yeah, the sample size they is love one. to kill squirrels. I thought the yeah. same thing. Yeah, a huge chunk of Oregon I know is very rural and like wooded and kind of rednecky for sure. But yeah, like I guarantee in my hometown specifically. It'd be very different results. Ain't no yeah. doubt about it. So I'm not me, even though this survey technically landed on my side, I can't accept the sample size doesn't matter so much as the people that were being sampled. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So like I would need this to be conducted at every high school and middle school across the country and then compile all those before I would you know, completely say, okay, it's overwhelming, I win. Because yeah, again, my high school, it would have been like two people who said yes they do and everybody else would have been well why don't you go fuck a squirrel in and then that would mm -hmm. be that'd be the end of that so uh that's all sure. we have on the on the uh air mail today remember y'all can send them in at putting on airs at gmail.com i'll get to another couple the next week I, we just had we were pressed for time and uh they were like nine paragraphs long which i do appreciate y'all sending uh certainly do so keep those coming in and keep uh, if you, you obviously can't subscribe more than once, but if you haven't actually subscribed to the podcast on your podcast app, we really would appreciate it. Even if you're a listener, that really helps. Also, leave us that five stars if you feel so inclined and write a little review. Takes you two seconds, but it really, really, really means the world to us and helps our podcast stay in that iTunes top 100, which we want to stick in forever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Airheads. Love y'all. Hey, next time we Bye. see you, we'll be in England. So mm -hmm. check us out. Skew.